Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at 3 a.m. The office was shocked. <laughs> That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Welcome to this week's episode of the Modern Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Cook. Today, I'll be sharing some tips for anyone who's feeling the itch to explore a new career path, but isn't quite ready to step off the current path. We'll cover some low-risk ways to get the insight and experience you may just be looking for. Unemployment, overwhelm, disengagement, and reprioritization of what matters most professionally these are just a few of the issues that friends and clients have raised with me in recent weeks. For all kinds of reasons, 2020 has prompted many of us to pause and reflect. We're wondering, we're questioning, am I on the right professional path? Am I striving for an outcome I still care about? If this sentiment resonates with you, you may want to explore alternative careers. But how can you start that exploration without putting your current career at risk? Start by doing some reconnaissance. So you commute to your office or your basement and your first thought of the day is, ugh, this again? Maybe you're just in a slump and you need to recharge. Or maybe you're burning out and in need of a bit of a digital detox. But it's possible you're in need of a real change. Is there something you could imagine yourself doing with more passion and pleasure? It's time to start thinking. Who do you know or have access to who's already doing a version of the thing you think you'd be happier doing. Maybe you're handling account management for an agency, but you've always dreamed of becoming a teacher. Teaching seems noble and purposeful, and you suspect you'd love to spend your days with actual children versus colleagues who sometimes behave like children. You'd have to go back to school to get the credentials that would land you at the head of a classroom. And that is no small commitment. So before you make the leap, first take a step. Try talking to some teachers about their experience of what they do. Be thoughtful in who you connect with. Talking to a first-year teacher whose rose-colored glasses are still on may leave you with an overly pink-hued picture of the reality. And conversely, someone a year away from retirement may be fried. So choose someone whose perspective feels relevant to where you are in your journey. And then ask questions that will bring about legitimate insight. Asking things like, do you like what you do? Or what's your favorite thing about teaching? May deliver some cocktail party worthy answers. Try asking deeper questions like, what parts of the job leave you feeling challenged, excited, rewarded? Or what do you wish you knew before you committed to teaching? The answers may reveal a deeper layer of insight to help inform your decision. 
Remember, your contact's answers don't have to define your choice. They're simply a part of helping you make an informed decision. Next, consider taking an online class. A good friend of mine is a management consultant by trade. His expertise is in business strategy, organization design, and all that good stuff. His job is to tell stories and plan vision. But he had a mysterious to me craving for data, numbers, and spreadsheets. Hey, it takes all kinds, right? So he registered for an online intro to analytics class, something he could manage virtually over an evening or two a week. He loved it, and it whet his appetite for more. In the fall, he enrolled in a people analytics certificate program, which he completed nine months later. He has since left his consulting job and is now heading up a workforce planning function for a large enterprise. He's using his consulting expertise to advise the company on its talent plans and choices, but he's having all the fun he ever dreamed of trading in spreadsheets. The moral of this story isn't that he just made a leap, but he dipped a toe in the pool by taking that initial class. After that, he leaned into getting the certificate, and only then did he jump ship. So plot your course one step at a time. It's absolutely okay to decide after a single class that the other path isn't quite what you'd hoped for. It's a little harder to do if you've already made an impulsive career move. Next, consider joining the gig economy. A former classmate of mine is a sales manager for a technology company. He likes it well enough, but frankly, the flames of passion have fizzled. His true love is photography, and his work is beautiful. He'd love to do it full-time, but he recognizes there's more to earning money as a photographer than snapping pics. There's that little detail of actually running a business, and that involves bookkeeping, marketing, insurance, and a lot of other moving parts. He knows he has a lot to learn. So he's joined the 36% of Americans who, according to Forbes, participate in the gig economy. This strategy allows him to maintain his full-time income and benefits while simultaneously researching, setting up, and launching his business in baby steps and during his free time. He's done some budgeting, which has shown him that with some infrastructure in place, once he's able to replace 50% of his corporate income as a photographer, he'll be ready to make the leap into full-time. And if he struggles to stand up the business or hit that 50% milestone, well, at least he hasn't taken on any major risk. Your passion or target revenue may differ from his, but is there something you'd like to try pursuing on the side just to see if you'd be able to give it a go? There are more ways now than ever to make something happen for yourself. And finally, find a way to find it in-house. When I finished graduate school, I still wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I took a job with a company offering a management rotation program. I spent several weeks with each corporate function from marketing to finance, to procurement, to real estate, to HR, spending time, not just learning about these functions, but actually having my hands in them was really clarifying for me. I learned I loved people more than numbers or merch. While a rotational program may not be available at your company, are you able to informally create some opportunity for yourself? Are there other functions or departments within your organization you'd like to get some hands-on experience with? Maybe you're in marketing, but you'd like to deepen your understanding of how finance sets goals, budgets, and projections. Or you're curious about how real estate will be managing its footprint in the coming years. Or your passion for corporate communications has finally caught up with you. 
What can you do to give yourself not just some basic information, but actual exposure to and experience with any of these functions? Right now in 2020, many companies are pulling back on their employee development budgets, expenses like conferences, coaches, and training. But positioned well with your boss, getting exposure to other parts of the company is a fabulous means of employee development at no cost. Let your boss know you understand that attending a conference or hiring a coach right now may not be an option, but you'd love to spend some time with another function expanding your skills. Is there a cross-functional project you can join? Has someone on that team taken a brief leave of absence that you might help fill? Is there a product or two that your teams might be able to collaborate on? Make it a win for you and the company. Sure, it will take some creativity and dedication on your part, but taking this approach will give you the hands-on experience to help you inform whether your interest, passion, and skills might align to a true pivot into that space. So if you've been feeling stuck, curious, or hungry for a change, but you've been afraid of making a drastic change, I hope these tips have inspired you to take some pretty low-risk action. And perhaps most importantly, remember this, feeling uninspired doesn't mean you've chosen the wrong career. Do not go down that spiral. It simply means you're hungry for change, and we should all be open to changing and growing as we move through life. I hope these tips were helpful if you're considering a new professional adventure. Have a question I can answer? Send it my way. Check out all the links in my bio for the ways you can reach me, or check out my website at leadabovenoise.com. You can also follow me on the Modern Mentor Podcast page on LinkedIn, where I share exclusive tips, videos, and more. Join me next week for another great episode. And until then, thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools.